This should be a wake-up call to every single American, Maria, if they have not been woken up already. Uh, what happened to Israel could happen to America because our country has been invaded by millions of people from over 160 countries. And we've been invaded uh, by people we don't even know where there are. <laughs> Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Uh, fall has fallen. Spring has sprung. Fall has fallen. Um, had nothing but rain here in the uh, city of Chicago. Uh, the leaves are all fall- starting to fall now from the rain. Uh, I did get a chance to go on a couple group rides this last week. Um, I posted a couple pictures of my bike and a bunch of other people's bikes. Uh, I'll, I'll gather around this big bonfire on a ride we did last Friday. Uh, and then just through the normal discourse of Twitter uh, that's been going on with all things uh, genocide this week, um, somebody who apparently is on the side of Israel uh, was, <laughs> yeah, I would say so. was replying to me somewhere. And uh, oh, I forget, what, I forget exactly what they said, but it was just, it was just straight up fascism. It was just straight up fascism. And um, he, I don't remember what he said to me, but I muted him, right? But then I kept getting notifications, so I went back and looked. And he had gone to my profile and like gone through all the, the, my photos and found a picture of my bike, which I have a, I have a Antifa flag sticker on the side of my bike, featured very prominently. Yeah, I can't miss it. Uh, and he, he, so he saw the Antifa sticker and he replied to that. With a, he took the picture. He took my picture, zoomed in way on it, in on it, like total non-cop behavior, right? Um, <laughs> and he says, "Oh, so you're not a terrorist supporter? You're a terrorist yourself." Yep. And so, because Antifa, they're the real, they're the real terrorists, apparently. Um, so I just replied, "Found the Nazi, found the Nazi." Uh, and he replied, "A Nazi that supports Israel? You are clueless." <laughs> So I replied, oh. Hitler was Jewish. Read a book, cop wannabe. And then he he fucking got big mad on the internet. He replied, you're a fucking idiot. Why don't you go get hit by a car on your dumbass Antifa bike, loser? The world would be a better <laughs> place with one less idiot like you, communist piece of shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so was he like a liberal or a right winger? I mean, I know it's indistinguishable, but like, like a I mean, the, right-winger the like level a- of, yeah, I, I mean, the, the cop wannabe line was what set him off. Yeah. So right. guarantee he's a retired cop, a fired cop or a security guard that couldn't be a cop. Right. No, you're just, yeah. that's probably, yeah. I, I hit a nerve with this guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, you know, obviously the last couple of weeks we've been talking pretty much exclusively about, uh, Israel, Palestine, um, I don't think this week's going to really be too much different. We may squeeze some stuff in at the end, but uh, obviously still uh, is is the the preeminent news story uh, happening right now. Um, you know, it the Biden administration has gone into overdrive trying to manufacture consent for this. This I mean, I, I it's ridiculous to even call it a fucking war because it's the only war where you know, one side has the fucking military might of the world's most powerful army and one has, you know, hang gliders and rockets and, and rocks with slingshots. Like this is not a fucking war. One side, one side doesn't have to adhere to any rule of law. No, the one with all the weaponry has, doesn't have to adhere to any sort of rule of law or international law whatsoever. Uh, to the point where, uh, fuck, who was it? Was it, um, was it the UN or who, uh, Amnesty International. Somebody made a post on like uh, uh, 
Twitter saying like even war has rules and Israel had some like ridiculous response like uh I I'll, I'll find it just keep you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll come back to it but it was just it, it, it was some it was something like Israeli lives matter or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, it it was preposterous. I'm going to really was, try to find it, but like, um, so your your lives mattering means that the rule of law doesn't exist. I mean, it does make sense because this is, you know, Israel and the US are like, you know, one of the two only two countries in the world that uh, don't recognize the International Criminal Court. So, yeah, it makes sense that they don't, you know. And it's also that they don't believe there are any civilians in Gaza. They believe every single man, woman and child, even unborn children are terrorists. So mm-hmm. that there is no such thing as indiscrim- indiscriminate killing when your plan is to kill all of them. Yeah. So it's so it was the UN Geneva official Twitter account tweeted out even war has rules, which again, no brainer, uh to which Israel quote tweeted and tweeted back even Israelis deserve to live. Which is a very bizarre response to somebody saying that even war has rules. Like shouldn't you just if you weren't fucking bloodthirsty maniacs, just be like, yeah, of course it does. You know, you obviously well, they're, flaunt they're, them, but right. Well, they're admitting that it's not self-defense. That this has been right. their plan all along. They've just been waiting for the right time to completely exterminate 2 million people. Yep. And now or, they or to exterminate as many as possible, exterminate as many as possible before America says, okay, now you have to stop and then, you know, make it so uninhabitable that they're going to try to get, everyone who's left to move out of the Gaza Strip into Egypt. So this, this is a headline. There's just, I mean, they're not even pretending not to do this anymore. They're just openly saying this is headline. Israel think tank lays out blueprint for the complete ethnic cleansing of Gaza. Yeah. Someone making money off of coming up with a uh, strategic planning uh, session to, to, to come up, to bring about a, uh, an ethnic cleansing of uh, 2 million people. So this was land. just going to read a little bit from this. An Israeli think tank with ties to Israel, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu issued a report on October 17, promoting the, quote, unique and rare opportunity for the total wow. relocation and final set of settlement of the entire Gaza population. They're just openly saying this. That, that we, this we is want a once to- in a lifetime opportunity for you to get in on the ground floor of uh, of timeshare properties in the West Bank. I mean, it's what, what a fucking just ultimate, like absolute bottom feeding fucking scummy. Like imagine working at a think tank that comes up with this, this, this strategy, this plan. To well, I mean, it's, just, they, they all have the same plan. It's just, they're, no, it's they're just, coming up it, with like the, the viable way to do it. Right. You know, just how gross do you have to fucking be to be a part of that? Like be a part well, of that. I've, I've got some way grosser things we're going to get to uh, here in a bit. But so just a little bit more here on October 17, the uh, Mis- uh, Miskov Institute for National Security and Zionist Strategy publish, uh, published a position paper advocating for the, quote, relocation and final settlement of the entire Gaza population, end quote. The report advocates exploiting the current moment to accomplish a long-held Zionist goal of moving Palestinians off land of historic Palestine. The report's subtitle makes it clear, quote, There is at the moment a unique and rare opportunity to evacuate the whole Gaza Strip in coordination with the Egyptian government. <laughs> I mean, first of all, the Egyptian government's not going to go for that. Right. No, and that yeah, I'd be surprised. Like, I don't, yeah, that that seems preposterous. I don't know why they would just be like, yeah, no, absolutely, two million people, just send them here. <laughs> but that's, like, I mean, this is when when the when the foundation of your country was a massacre called the Nakba, you know, and that's been the basically the the whole framework of what your country its identity was was this is our land, we'll take it from our, who we want to. Uh, why why wouldn't you want to? finish the job and take all the rest of the land that you claim is yours it's always i mean look yeah you know we know it's always been the stated goal um it's the reason that that evangelicals put so much money into pro-israeli causes because they think that as because of the way that the bible is worded that that israel needs to be you know in complete control of of the land known as israel uh for the messiah to come back so there's that element at play you know there's a lot of uh, really stupid people who believe really stupid things who are willing to 
uh, massacre millions of people uh, and, and, you know, just, just completely destroy lives uh, in pursuit of that. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it would be bad enough if that's all it was, but to see our fucking money, like our tax dollars, like money that tickets come comes out of our paychecks at the end of the week being sent to these fucking maniacs to murder people. I mean, it's, I've always look, I mean, we've always talked about, you know, opposing war in the show and I always have opposed war, you know, as long as I've been politically uh, conscious, but I, I can't think of anything that I find more like reprehensible, uh, you know, for like, the, like for use of my tax dollars, than this absolute one-sided fucking uh, just disgusting ethnic cleansing of a group of people. I, it's, it's, it really, you know, it, 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 it's beyond the pale even for, for us to, to support this to the level that we are. And we have some clips, you know, to play later in the show um, just to kind of show you what uh, the maniacs in, in the United States are saying about this because they're not making any effort to hide, like, the true motives of, of, and the true intentions and the, and the true feelings towards the, the, the human lives, uh, you know, at stake in Palestine. Um, it, it's, it's just, it's fucking unbelievable, but well, it, but it's, I mean, it, the media, the, the, the completely unified media strategy of, you know, obfuscating what Israel's doing and calling into question, you know, the death toll on the side of Palestinians. I mean, it's, it's, it's there to obviously excuse what's going on, but it's also there purely to, dehumanize one side you know i mean yep. it's the, the things that people are saying are the exact same things that people said about european jews in the years up leading up to world war ii there was there was a the, the way that they got away with doing genocide was because they demonized a set group of people over and over and over and, yep. and just the the nakedness of how it's being done right now in the media and on twitter um is astonishing so Somebody typed in um, some questions about Israel and Palestine into a, a chat uh, bot. You know what they what people call AI, which isn't really AI. It's just plagiarizing what things it finds in search results, basically. Right. Just really so, Google, basically. Exactly. Exactly. So somebody asked the question uh, to this. I, 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 maybe this is Chat GPT or another one. I don't, I don't know it well enough. But uh, do Palestinians deserve to be free? And the answer, the the AI, quote unquote, AI answered, the question of whether Palestinians deserve to be free is a complex and sensitive topic. It involves historical, political, and ethical considerations. People have differing opinions on this matter, and the answer depends on individual perspectives and beliefs. So so, so do, do some humans deserve human rights? I don't know. That's up for debate. That's 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 a tough one. That would take some historical context, wouldn't it? So they asked the same chat bot, "Do Israelis deserve to be free?" Huh, the chat bot answered, "Yes, like any other group of people, <laughs> Israelis also deserve to live in freedom and security. The right to freedom is a fundamental human right that applies to all individuals and communities." Except brown ones, but yes, that, uh, again, you know, we, and people have talked before about the fact that AI, you know, or what we're calling AI is completely, uh, beholden to the, the biases of, of its programmers. And obviously, you know, that, that tells you all you need to know about uh, who programs, uh, these bots and, you know, the kind of the, the, the line of thinking that they have, but, um, yeah, no, not surprising. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just it's what what they're saying, you know. Like here's an here's an account, blue check account. Uh, flatten everything, spare no school, no children's hospital, no old old age home, delete the entire gene pool off the face of the earth. That's I what mean, people are I, openly saying on this, Twitter. This, if you support that, you really should just fucking kill yourself and like do the world a favor because that's and, and this just, is. This this is apparently you don't deserve to be in society if you have this this level of fucking bloodthirsty psychosis around around a group of people who are just trying to yeah. fucking survive. And and the person that said that their account was suspended for twenty four hours. Oh yeah, that that'll teach them. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that readjusted their attitude on uh, on that situation. 
Here's another um, one. I want to read this real quick. Yeah. Uh, this is from Israeli Channel 7's Rabbi Mir Mazuz said, apparently on air. Oh, holy um, man. Yeah. If we were dealing with humans, we'd send humanitarian aid. But we're dealing with animals. Hmm. Referring to children and victims as animals and children of darkness unworthy of human aid. Oh, children of darkness. What an interesting cho- choice of phrasing on that one. Yeah, um, this guy's face looks like it's melting off, by the way. So the, hate, the hatred has aged him. The level but yeah, of this racism. Is, how, was, how can you? Just... Yeah, I mean, how can you come from a people who were depicted as vermin, as rats, literal rats, you know, as a form of dehumanizing them in the years leading up to World War II, and then just go and do the exact same thing? Just yeah, doing I exactly mean, the same thing to another group of people. It's truly there. There was some great quote about this that I that I can't uh, recall now off the top of my head. Maybe I'll have it for next week. Um, just but but just about you know viewing yourselves through the lens of your captor or something to that effect. Um, but some by some famous author. But it, it's it, it's kind of remarkable. But then again, you look at at the foundation of Israel and the you know the way that it came about and you can kind of the, the seeds were planted for the type of person that would want to live in a place like that you know from the get go versus like trying to you know emigrate to the states or to to you know to to another european country um I, i'm sure that the initial foundation of israel you know uh at, at the at the tip of a fucking sword for lack of a better expression um, attracted the most right-wing, rabid, you know, psychotic uh, types of people anyway, because they were cool with stealing other people's houses. Uh, you know, when, you know, things like that get passed on through generations, like when you're, you're you know, I, you, people can escape it, but when you're raised to, to believe a certain thing, it's kind of hard to break out of that that mindset so you, so can imagine you think just the, you think the takeaway lesson for a lot of people was that hey dehumanizing a whole group of people is a really good tool if you're going to try to do a genocide yeah like, that, I'm, is, I'm, that it I'm, is I'm, just I'm, a conscious I'm, thing yeah i mean i'm sure that that was you know probably something whether conscious or unconscious that that was at play with where we're at now like you know from from the start of it um uh, you know it's it's hard to imagine so close off the heels of 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 just an unspeakable tragedy uh you know being being sort of you know put upon a group of people that 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 a segment of that group of people would turn around and do the exact same thing to yeah. another group of people but i can't it's like a, like a generational understand. transference of aggression yeah i i just can't pretend to understand you know uh, human behavior because it's just it's that that's just so foreign, I think, to, to to most sane people. But I say that, and then again, you look at the news media and and you know politics in this country, and it's just wall to wall like the craziest fucking things you've ever heard. Um, and you know we have some. We should start playing some of these clips. I, uh, what yeah. do, you, do you have preferences to what we? Um, well, I put them in so a, many this week. Yeah, we we didn't do any clips the last couple of weeks, but I felt like this week. They're just coming out and saying how right. There's just so many psychotic, cartoonishly said this week. villainous these people are that I wanted to get these people in their own words. Um, but I put them in. I I've numbered each clip, so I don't know if you have. Yeah, the... we, we we can. Yeah, so okay. So this, is, this first one is Dan Gillerman. He's the former Israeli ambassador. Um, yeah, to the UN. Yeah, to the UN. So let's play this clip. I just want to ask you then about something else he said in his speech, which is about. Um, the collective punishment, as he put it, of the Palestinian people. And I want to talk about that in the context of the blockade and keeping fuel out of Gaza. I just wonder if you think that that is really necessary. You know, I'm, I'm very puzzled by the constant uh, concern which the world and, uh, and also Britain, I must say, Mark, is showing for the Palestinian people and is actually showing for these horrible, inhuman animals who have done the worst atrocities that this century has seen and the worst atrocities that Jews have suffered since the Holocaust. I mean, you know, when when the United States reacted to 9-11, I don't remember people shedding tears for the Taliban or Al-Qaeda. 
your country, Mark, actually Britain, actually joined them and even sent your royals to fight in Afghanistan. When the when Russia, when the Ukrainians reacted to Russia's invasion, I don't remember people worrying about the poor Russian soldiers and whether they had enough food. All of a sudden, when it comes But to Israel, everybody is becoming a great humanitarian, totally, you know, totally uh, forgetting yeah. what happened two and a half weeks ago, which is unforgettable and unforgiven. Yeah. So he then can. I love that he makes that comparison because it's like. Because, you know, just like America after 9-11, we also are killing people that had nothing to do with <laughs> right, right. Like, it. Right, it, It's kind of amazing that he didn't realize that he... That he and, and, of course, he fucked up. He slipped up. He meant to say Hamas, but he, he just said, you know, the Palestinian people, like, broadly, you know, because that's obviously how they all really feel. But to say that, that's the quiet part out loud, to not, you know, couch it in, well, you know, we're fighting Hamas. This is a war against Hamas. This is a war against Hamas terrorists. Not yeah, we're just trying to wipe out the the last remaining you know, uh, fucking like you know pockets of Palestinians that are left that we haven't fucking slaughtered yet in the open air prison that we keep them in. Uh, he just fucking says it. I mean, he, it, it's it's kind of remarkable. Um, well, he knows he can go on TV and say stuff like that now. Like they they feel that this this you know, and let's be honest, this the 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 attack, the Hamas attack. On Israel that almost exclusively targeted military installations. This was a massive military failure for Israel, right? Yep. They are they are acting out of humiliation. Right yeah, now. no, it, this was very embarrassing for them because they were completely off guard um, and they suffered the biggest losses they've probably suffered since you know since probably the early you know stages of the of the the, the conflict, if you even want to call it that. So they're they're just you know this is the this is the right. the, the tenfold retaliation for and they want, making and, them look bad right or they, and they keep continually like try to shame you if you support armed resistance against the occupation which is Hamas that is what Hamas is doing yep. is armed resistance against a brutal illegal occupation and siege right of of illegal settlements where people are going in and murdering people and taking their houses in the West Bank. Um, this is this is what, I mean, if you're a fan of Star Wars, what do you, what do you fucking think? <laughs> what do you think about blowing up the Death Star? Okay, did you cheer it's for cool that? It's, it's cool because Luke Skywalker explained to me how, the, how this oh, is not God. all like that. And, and Mark Hamill can go fuck himself, but yeah. yeah it's, and, but alive. it's like, like this, Hamas is the military for the Gaza Strip. Like, that's it. I mean, if you don't, <laughs> if, you, right. if you think that you know that Russia invades Ukraine and Ukraine's not allowed to fight back, hey, like, you wh know whatever what? you think about that conflict, you got to recognize that those people in Ukraine are going to fight back. You Let's know? send military aid to to Gaza and let them build up their own military, and then we can have an equal battle, and you won't have to, f and you we could all feel good about the fact that it's a you know that it's an, it's an even playing field. Uh, yeah. But no, that's that's not on the table. No, okay, no. so then shut the fuck up. Like you clearly don't. Uh, know what you're talking about. Most people in this country have no idea what they're talking about, um, which is just remarkable to me. Even now, like, and I, you know, I, I tried to tell a lot of people I know to like listen to that episode we did uh, two episodes ago when this first happened, and a lot of them were like, "Wow, I didn't know," you know, like, it, it, and it, and like, I'm glad that that we were able to inform people, but I'm also just shocked that, that like it's just. It's still like I like I don't know, like how did like your mom take the whole I, like have you kind of had conversations with her because she's always a good barometer for like how uh, the yeah. general liberal I mean, public is is taking these situations. I I talk to her about stuff like this all the time when it's you know relevant, right? But I I I sent her something and I forget what it was. It was something about, you know, what's happening right now. And she's just, her reply was like, that sounds like Hitler. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it sounds exactly like Hitler. I think, I think it may have been the article about, um, you know, basically forcibly relocating all 2 million Palestinians to Egypt. Um, at least the ones they haven't killed yet. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, that's, you know. But it's, I mean, uh, they, they've killed 24 journalists in the last three weeks. 24 journalists. There was this this Al Jazeera journalist who they killed his entire family, oh, and they're gosh, pretty sure that. that they were targeted specifically because they knew 
where his family was in hiding. Yep. Yep. I'm sure that's the case. I mean, we've, it's been proven time again that um, Shireen Abdul Akla was, 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 was obviously killed because they realized who she was, you know, whether she was targeted Oh, they just an in the moment, like they'll shoot at any journalist. They'll shoot at any journalist on purpose because they're reporting about the massacre, right? They're reporting the genocide and they don't want that. They they want to they they want to be open about wanting to do it, but they don't want the world to see the results of it. You saw that clip. I I don't think we ended up playing it. It was it was that first week that this was happening where the the member of the news media was in uh, Gaza and reporting and an IDF soldier comes up to him and, and like literally says to him, like looking at the camera, you better be reporting uh, the right thing that Israel yeah, or that, that the Palestinians are evil. And I, that, thought, I thought he was going to shoot that reporter on. I it. really thought he was. I, that was fucking terrified. Like that was clearly he, the intent is to make the, him think he was going to fucking shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like it's just, but the, the, there's just such a fucking insane level of hatred and emboldenment. And, you know, obviously a lot of that has to do with the fact that, that, you know, everyone in Israel is a conscript and that you're, you know, this shit is fucking, you know, hammered into your head from, from a young age. Um, but it's just, one, just really like one of the craziest places on earth. Like this region is just so incredibly fucking hateful and, and we're just letting I them I mean, completely it was untethered right now. About, like, untethered. like I talked about before, before the creation of Israel, Palestine was a, Largely peaceful, multi-ethnic, multi-religious society. No, right? I know, well, that's what I mean. There, like it's it... just the, the 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 structure of the state of Israel, the government of Israel, the 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 just general mindset of like when I say craziest place in the world, I mean by choice, not you know anything re- like region based. It's just clearly like this is the 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 type of mindset that is that is you know attempted that that's I mean, it's what happened everybody this, is, this is what happens when you i mean are you familiar with the stanford prison study i i know broadly about it i haven't really like read about it or okay like so it was it. i mean the study itself was designed in a way where it would create the kind of bias they were hoping to get which they did get which they had to can't so it was basically they they got like um like 10 at random picks 10 guys to be prisoners and 10 guys to be right, prison, and guards. prison guards and, and they they're all them. locked in there and it was like well let's see how long before things go bad and it was supposed to go on for a week and they had to stop it after 72 hours because that's just <laughs> 72 hours was how long it took for the people who were assigned to be prisoners to start or to the, the prison guards to start abusing the prisoners right, right? which so, is so just imagine, insane to think imagine about. if you let that experiment run for uh seven decades instead of seven days and that's yep. where we're at Yep. And actually, you know, backed it up with with military might from from the most powerful country in the world. Like that's that's the that's the level of enforcement that's taking. But it, it's yeah. just it's incredible. Well, it's incredibly and, and, fucking. Horrific. Yeah. Well, part part of the thing was they advertised it that it was going to be a prison psychological study. So that right there attracted like people. Oh, who yeah. Probably shouldn't be want to be cops. And yeah, I'm sure, right. you know, but, but the, the still who got to be the prison guard and who had to be the prisoner was was random. Right. right. That that was chosen at random, but it's still it attracted people that they, you know, critics of the study said that you were you were setting it up for disaster in that way. And and that's um, potentially true, but it's also just it speaks to human nature, which is I think what they kind of were trying to get at with that is that right. just so they did, when you, the you know, study's been recreated a couple of times with different controls, right? Uh one of them it was called just a prison study. Right? And they got even worse people, and then one was simply called a psychological study and they got like less awful people. Um, <laughs> but apparently in one version of the study they did, you know, this has, it's been recreated. Uh, they had very different results. And even, even one where um, the prison guards were very disorganized and became demoralized about their own authority. Uh, and at the same time, the prisoners um, started to band together uh, almost like a like a, pr- a prison riot strike kind of situation. Where they were they were, they figured out how to like work together to like get demands met, right? So it was it's a very you know, like the more you read about the multiple times the surveys or the studies been conducted, the more it really teaches you about you know other aspects of human nature than just you know brutality and barbarism. Yeah. No, hundred percent. So you know, uh, like like always though, you know, we, we, everything that we hear is just always very. America centric and U S centric. Um, 
largely the the rest of the world is 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 aware of what an atrocity is occurring and and you see that you know on the international stage you see that from people like jeremy corbyn who had a great um i mean he's had a lot of great comments about this but he had a great tweet the other day um about this situation which i'm gonna uh so it's uh an entire culture history and people are disappearing under the rubble buried by the moral cowardice of our political leaders Artists whose work we will never know, teachers whose lessons we will never learn, children's, children whose laughter we will never hear. We must keep raising our voice for an immediate ceasefire, for the universal application of international law, for our shared humanity, for the only path to a just and lasting peace and end to the occupation of Palestine. Wow, um, what an anti-Semite. Yep, yep. No, that's, that's incredibly... Man, what a fucking... Just, it just sucks that... it. Yeah, I mean, you knew you knew he was too fucking good to to actually lead like a a fucking shithole cesspool like, uh, like the UK. But it, it it's just really it's unfortunate. Well, and they had to move mountains to stop right. him from becoming prime minister. When when uh, what was the, what was the fucking fat secretary of state under Trump? Um, uh, Pompeo. 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 Yeah. yeah, he was my boss for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when he said that you know, we'll make sure that Corbyn will never be president. I'm like, Oh, what, isn't that the thing that you accuse Russia of doing to our election? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That we've accused every other country of doing in our election that we literally have done election, you know, tampering. Did, yeah. Right. Done to like every fucking country, you know, in the last fucking hundred years. So. Um, but, but there was another, uh, so there were some comments from the UN secretary general, um, yeah. Who who had some comments that were just beyond the pale for 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 the Israelis, but um, obviously I think it's it, it, we can all agree it's a, it's a it's a much more rational uh, thought than than is being expressed by uh, by our side of the fence in the UN. So let, yeah, we, we'll let that play roll. that. Yeah, it is important to also recognize the attacks by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum. The Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation. They have seen their land steadily devoured by settlements and plagued by violence, their economy stifled, their people displaced, and their homes demolished. Their hopes for a political solution to their plight have been vanishing. But the grievances of the Palestinian people cannot justify the appalling attacks by Hamas, and those appalling attacks cannot justify the collective punishment of the Palestinian people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. so, you know, so for just saying that for just saying that they is Israel, like is just blanketly calling for his resignation. Yeah. They the accused him of like people. blood libel for that. Like, it's just so bizarre. Like what a fucking, it's amazing the level of hysterics, but I mean, I, I do think that, you know, again, uh, a lot of these these people in charge of these countries are old as fuck, and they're used to being able to get away with this. Um, but I genuinely think that that the the American public at large, especially the younger generations, uh, don't fall for this shit anymore. Which is why Biden's having a really fucking tough time making this pitch. Uh, you know, he 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 lost the the sort of the the battle for you know the soul of of america when it came to the the ukraine thing i think that there was an article today about how they were trying to reframe it as um you know, how good it was for all the jobs that the uh the sending the money and the weapons over there create like all the all the jobs in america that it created like that was the way they were trying to frame the the ukraine situation because they realized they've kind of lost the messaging war and i think uh early on they're realizing that their usual bullshit's not going to work on this um, you know, and, and I think a lot of people are, are speculating that this is, I, I look, we knew that Trump is probably going to win in 2024, regardless. I think this pushes it over the edge. I mean, just, just being this blanketly in support of an unpopular, uh, you know, war and, uh, and, and just, you know, zero accountability for our ally, quote unquote, Israel, um, I have to think that that's going to cost him the the, the, the requisite 10,000 votes and, you know, the four fucking key swing states that it's going to take to, to yeah, not lose uh, in this election. Dearborn, Michigan is not voting for Joe Biden. Oh, yo, no, he this absolutely fucking cost him mis- Michigan, like at the minimum, um, yeah. which, yeah. you know, hey, that's, you know, you fucking reap what you sow. Um, this is what matters to him. 
This is what matters. And, and is... let, let's. Oh yeah, sorry, God. Oh no, I just this is this is more important to him than winning swing states, obviously. Well, right. no, it's been his lifelong project. I mean, we've heard him in his own words, and we actually have some more of his own words uh, yeah. from 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 today or from yesterday, uh, from this week. Uh, so I'll play this uh, clip, and we'll, we'll we'll just 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 yeah, listen listen in his own words. Are telling the truth about how many people are killed. I'm sure innocents have been killed, and it's the price of waging a war. I think we should be incredibly careful. I think not we the Israelis should be incredibly careful to be sure that they're focusing on going after the folks that are the pro- propagating this war against Israel. And, uh, and it's against their interest when that doesn't happen. But I have no confidence in the number that the Palestinians are using. <laughs> so oh, just, just calling them liars for saying that almost 7,000 people have been killed in response this to is- the... 2000 alleged you know people killed uh in in the hamas attack i mean and this is and this is incredible because it was joe biden that said that see he had seen proof of the beheaded babies right which which has been all but de- completely debunked at this point so nobody's produced any evidence for so just just for the record the headless baby story was immediately taken at face value yep but but 7200 uh, I'm sorry, 7,028 people killed in Gaza. That's the number that can't be trusted. Yep. Yep. So no, never, never mind the fact that we've seen video of, of, of Israel just completely fucking raising entire, you know, sex swat, large swaths of city and giant apartment buildings. Like 7,000 seems like a low fucking estimate to me. Based well, that's on just the, the number the of confirmed of, dead. That's not right. the people that are still under the rubble. Right, of the, right. Of that, the bombs that, that were dropped. I mean, who fucking the bombs knows? that were dropped on refugee camps. The refugee camps that Israel told the Gazans to go to. Right, they told them all to to, to flee south. A million people to flee south, and then bomb them once they did that. The hospitals they've bombed. How many hospitals have they bombed now? Six. Well, yeah, I think, and it's again, you know, and they, they there have been multiple warnings sent out to all the remaining hospitals in Gaza that they haven't fucking. Uh, blown to rubble yet uh, to evacuate, um, you know, which is which is impossible. Which is right. Not, which is a fuck. We already point out is impossible. You know, just if you're staying in a hospital, there's a reason you have to be there, right? They don't keep you around in the hospital unless you have to be there, right? They need the beds. They'll kick you out the minute they can. Yep. And then but, you so, know, so it, in yeah. in response, in response to Biden saying, "I don't have any reason to believe." That there's seven, you know, I don't, you can't trust the, you know, the, the, the sneaky Palestinians. They might like to make up right. numbers. So the health ministry in Gaza just published a 200 page report with the names, ID numbers and ages of all 7,028 Palestinians killed in Gaza from October 7th until October 26th. So what are like real facts and numbers supposed to convince me? Come on. I'm an American. <laughs> like So the... Anthony Blinken's um, fill-in spokesperson uh, is a guy we have a clip of. We're going to play next here. He's oh, apparently he's he's from the National Security Council. Yep. Uh, he looks like a 1970s game show host. This guy, yes, 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 um, he does. John Kirby, and he, and he sounds like one. John Kirby. That's a quintessential game show host fucking name. John Kirby. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very very fake. So let's just, just no other context besides that. Let's just listen to what he has to say. Um, the president yesterday, John, said he has no confidence in the death toll numbers presented by the Palestinians in Gaza. What's he basing that on? How did he reach the conclusion? Well, we all know that the Gazan Ministry of Health is just a, f- a, a front for Hamas. It's, a, it's run by Hamas, a terrorist organization. Um, I've said it myself up here. We can't take anything coming out of Hamas, including the so-called Ministry of Health, at face value. I, like, how can you just say that? Like, I, I don't, like, with a straight face. Like, I, I, like, the Ministry of Health for this fucking, the, the, this area where two million people live, it, 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 it's just front for a terrorist organization. The, so the what doctors... you're saying is that the entire population of Palestine are terrorists. Like, that's that's the the message that you're, and it's we know doctors. that's what you really believe. The, yeah. The, the, the doctors who are in a war zone treating the people who are being genocided can't be trusted. Yep. 
Yep. We they we can't trust that they are objective observers with so much death and destruction around them. They might have a bias. <laughs> <sighs> it's just unreal. It's it's unfucking real. Just I, that. and that's I mean, it, but here's the, here's the thing: is once you know, once this ends, whenever it does end, and it will eventually. Um, I mean the. It, Anyone with a shred of shame, I guarantee, will pretend that they were opposed to this atrocity all along. Yep. Oh, of course. It'll be. Oh, I know. Ne- no, that was awful. I would never have supported anything like that. It's it like it, it's just comical, right? And they'll they'll immediately forget it as soon as it's over. And then when it happens again in five to ten years, they'll you know act like it came out of a vacuum. You know that this was completely unjustified for. Hamas or Gaza to, you know, they deserve to have thousands more murdered. Right. Yeah. I mean, if if they're not able to just wipe them out like that, you know, I'm not convinced that that's not going to happen. I'm sure they'd love to kill all 2 million people in the Gaza Strip. They would love to do that. Yeah. Um, At a certain point, though, you know, the the permission slip expires. Right. Well, I, 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 and that's always when we've talked about this. This has always been the case. I, I, I do wonder how far they're going to get before the U.S. has to step in and and be like, "All right, guys, we've you know, <laughs> this is the limit." You know, the with twenty thousand, twenty thousand will be the limit. You think so? I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think that might go more. I mean, I you just, I, I, I would suspect they're already over twenty thousand when they actually calculate. You know, the 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 like when you they, said, who's trapped under the rubble and the death yeah. Hole. Well, if, if they're they're saying, well, we can't trust that number. They're not trying to downplay the number. They're just saying <laughs> we we don't know if that number is accurate. No, they right. know the number's accurate. They know the number's accurate, but they're they're stalling for time. Right. Yep. They're trying to say, well, we don't know if it's really that many course they know it's that many if they knew it was if they if they admitted that they knew that that number was accurate then people would say how can you possibly not demand a ceasefire Seven thousand people have died but they're they're stalling for the time when they know they're going to have to call for that ceasefire by obfuscating whether that number is accurate or not that is what they're doing yep no that's um because they they have a they have a pre-agreed upon number you know, whether it's 100 Palestinians for every one Israeli or 200 Palestinians for every one Israeli killed, th- th- they have a formula for this, right? To the, to the point when it becomes, you know, when they start losing the narrative, when people start getting too outraged, when too much truth comes out, that's when they turn off the tap. Yeah, well... Um, on that, that pleasant note, uh, we should, uh, it, did, if, did you want to sneak in one more or less uh, horrible story before, before we got out of here? <laughs> yeah, well, I had a couple of sh- real short things here. Um, I know we've, we've been talking about Israel, Palestine extensively, but I had a couple other things, just a couple real brief shit, uh, things, but, uh, this guy tweeted out, okay. I don't know when this was tweeted out, but there's no date on it, but it said, Hey, remember when the Panama papers came out and revealed that all the rich people in the world were part of an enormous criminal conspiracy to dodge taxes and hoard, uh, hoard, stolen wealth and offshore accounts and literally nothing happened. And, so, and somebody replied, that's not quite true. The reporter behind the story, Daphne Karunas Gazila was murdered. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, the person that faced uh, accountability for that whole story was the person that wrote about it. And somebody offed her. Somebody you know, that her. sounds about right. That's that, that sounds like us. Um, um yeah, so one one more thing here. Well, eh, kind of two more things, but they tie together. So this, I was just watching Democracy Now! Uh, this morning or this afternoon to kind of get caught up on uh, the state of the genocide, right? Uh, and they usually do like just a bunch of short headlines at the top, right? And I, I kind of couldn't believe it, but then I remember what country I live in and I was like, nope, there you go. There you go. That's America. Ain't that America? home with a free. Um, so I, I went back to their website at, to like get the transcript of, of what it said. I'm just going to read that paragraph here in Montana. A white nationalist has been charged with vehicular homicide 
In the March hit-and-run killing of Micah Westwolf, a 22-year-old woman and member of the Blackfeet tribe, 28-year-old Sonny White, this is the person who was charged with vehicular homicide, whose children are named Aryan and Nation. Oh, okay. Also, you, you, didn't, you didn't hear me wrong. She named her one kid Aryan and one kid Nation. Yeah, also, no, faces, no, nothing else needs to get said about that one. Uh, yeah, sorry, continue. It's, it's, you know, France used to have a law that you couldn't do that to kids. To like, you had to name them with a French name, right? And eventually that, that law changed. But like, this is the reason why. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. people do dumb shit like this, right? Uh, anyway, she also faces drug possession and child endangerment charges. Her children were reportedly in the car at the time of the crash. So this is somebody who like deliberately hit someone with their car and killed them. It's a 22 year old girl, um, which even then is extremely hard to prove because you have to prove that they intended to right? Usually they usually you can kill anyone you want with their car and just say, Oh, I didn't see him. Yep. Um, anyway, white was released from jail on Sunday after she posted bond. Um, yeah, just, I mean, what do you even say to that? (sighs) That's that's I mean, America least, for you. Like I don't at know. At least she didn't name. At least she didn't name her one kid eighty eight and the other kid fourteen words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's it's it's amazing that that's not a story out of out of like Florida. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, because that's that seems like a quintessentially American story. But. So my last little bit here is some good news. Um, I read this headline and I was just like, "What? Finally, some sanity." California DMV suspends cruises driverless taxis in san francisco citing safety concerns we've talked about these things before these fucking completely driverless cars that are just like ramming into shit and getting stuck uh and blocking traffic all over san francisco you familiar yeah oh yeah yeah well, uh, luckily people have figured out that the way to, to to stop them is just to put a fucking cone on their hood and they seem to be completely incapable of uh of dealing with that variable Right, right. Well, apparently that stops them. But you know what doesn't stop them? Running over a person. Well, I mean, so, it's, they, you don't get to the hood until it's too late, unfortunately. <laughs> apparently. <in that> <laughs> apparently. So just two paragraphs. The California Department of Motor Vehicles has suspended Cruise, that's the name of the company, from operating uh, its driverless taxis in San Francisco effective immediately. The DMV, one of the state's regulators for self-driving cars, said there is no set timeline for the suspension. At this time, the DMV says the suspension of Cruise's driverless operations is based on the determination that the manufacturer's vehicles are not safe for the public's operation. I mean, I would argue no car is then. But what I really want to get to here is the the statement from Cruise, the company, because they are in like big time PR mode trying to uh, use very selective wording to describe what happened their quote here ultimately we develop and deploy autonomous vehicles in an effort to save lives crew said in a statement i know what's that we're just trying to be bring order to the galaxy what's wrong with you people um quote in the incident being reviewed by the dmv a human hit and run driver tragically struck and propelled a pedestrian into the path of our av our av braked aggressively before impact because it detected a collision so, so with it, it's saying that their autonomous vehicle detected the other car's collision, and then it braked aggressively. That's what they're trying to say. So, I just want to put put that in context. They're saying that their the driverless car can sense when another car has a collision, right? Is what they're saying. Sure, claiming claiming at least. Then they go on here. They said the AV braked aggressively before, uh, before impact because it detected a collision. And attempted to pull over to avoid further safety issues. <laughs> sure, that's, that's when, that seems pl- believable. When the AV tried to pull over, it continued before coming to a final stop. Unfortunately, pulling the pedestrian forward. Uh, no, that's called dragging. When someone, when a car runs over somebody and it drags their body with it, that's called dragging. So, what just what they're saying here is that. They're claiming their car braked before it hit the person because it detected the other car's impact with this pedestrian. But after it hit her, it continued driving, dragging her body. So it apparently couldn't sense that it hit a person itself unless it's programmed to keep driving after it hits a person to, quote, 
pull over to avoid a safety issue. Like, no, because you, you, you know full well that if you've hit somebody and knocked them down, they could be under the car. Yeah. So, so they're trying to say that the car either didn't know it hit somebody and dragged them, or it did know it hit somebody and, and still dragged them. Which is it? I mean, look, if, if, if Elon Musk has proven anything, it's that these tech billionaires really don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, you know, I, cases like this where they're actually held accountable when there are real world consequences for the um, horrifically dangerous uh, products they design. Um, they're exposed for the the morons that they are, like the buffoons that they are. Like it's very evident that they have no real understanding of of their technology, and it's and it's clearly not ready for prime time. But they sell uh, these these cities this fucking fantasy that it is, you know, because it's going to make everyone a lot of money, and and you see the kind of results of that. But I mean, are, but they're trying to say, what they're trying to say is so insane, though. They're trying to say that the normal thing for a car to do after it hits a person is to continue driving to to prevent a further safety issue. Like, yeah, what we're right. Well, you, well, you don't want the guy there? behind you kind of like like lightly tapping your bumper. That's that that could be that could be so really they're, they're trying to say that, you know, the, the car pulling over so it's not blocking additional traffic is a more important safety issue than the person who's already been hit. And is trapped under the car, being crushed and dragged to death. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That's right, what right. they're trying to spin this as. That I mean, I just read that. I'm like, they <laughs> pulling the pedestrian forward. That's dragging. You're dragging a fucking body with your robot car. Yeah. So yeah, I hope they get fucking sued into oblivion. I yeah, hope, I, hope, I, mean, I hope a litigator, I hope every fucking lawyer in San Francisco looks at that and is calling them up and saying, I want to represent you because this is such like just complete malfeasance. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, you know, and I the historically hit or miss whether or not these companies, these companies are ever held accountable for this. But uh, yeah. we'll I see. I mean, just from a from a PR angle, you know, to be the, the driverless car company, you know, when the Google car killed that woman. Uh, across in the street and they basically had to admit that you know the the car the car's sensors lidar uh clearly saw her but couldn't tell what she was it yeah. just it recognized it was an object and did not break until after impact so the computer thought about it and said eh, i'll hit it and hopefully it's not a person right. and hit her anyway <laughs> and their whole fucking program got shuttered uh, like shut down after that i'm pretty sure i know that there's other um driverless car companies that are still trying to uh perfect their craft but yeah that that one death had a huge impact um <laughs> literally yeah so yeah it's just it's it's just as dangerous as cars are the people that think that having a robot drive it is somehow going to be safer no, they're out of their minds I mean, they're out of their fucking minds more dangerous but I mean, would you trust your fucking smartphone with your life? <laughs> yeah, well, no, apparently, yeah, but but apparently a lot of people would. Uh, people getting Teslas would. So, uh, you know, like, how many how many times are you sitting there playing a fucking game on your phone and the and the app just crashes? Right, right. But now that's your car and your your life. Like that, that's totally right. You, know. you just your your car decides like I don't feel like working today and just shuts off and you're rolling down the fucking street. Have you ever tried to stop a car with? No brakes. No, I can't imagine it's fun. Um, though, have so. you ever had a car? Have you ever been driving a car when the engine went out and oh yeah, yeah, it had power steering and suddenly you can't turn the steering wheel? You ever had that happen before? Now put yeah, a computer in charge of all of that. Fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, completely in charge. Yeah, with no, yeah, with no human there to to solve the issue if it does, if it does, you know, decide to shit the bed. So. All right. Well, I think that does yeah. it for us this week. Um, Just we had nothing. I sorry, I had nothing uplifting at the end except for this car company <laughs> getting getting shut down. But and ended, ended it with a bummer still. So sorry. Well, yeah, it is what it is. It's a it's a tough time right now in the world. So it's a hard knocks yeah. life. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, on that note, uh, yeah, rate and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, for now, soundcloud.com slash move left. I am still looking into uh, f- cheaper and or free hosting alternatives, but 
I just haven't had time to look into it. I know there's a couple promising ones. So He's obviously we'll... indoor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, take me My... back to the time where you actually could successfully film into Revolution. Yeah, yeah. YouTube is convinced that all I want to watch lately is just dudes losing their mind over how good Andor was. <laughs> and, and there's just there's so many fucking videos on YouTube of guys that are just like this show is so fucking good and I hate this everything else in Star Wars is so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so our, yeah, the our outrage is, is universal. Is, yeah, it's pretty fucking massive. All right. Um, well, on that note, yeah, follow us on SoundCloud for now. SoundCloud.com slash MoveLeft. Facebook.com slash MoveLeftIdiots. Patreon.com slash MoveLeft. I am on Twitter at Move underscore Left. <clears throat> and I am on Twitter. Not X. Twitter, as always, at Bike Slutty. Yep. 